What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following show is rated E for entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ramones. I don't want to grow up. A show like no other. A show where if not just for an hour a week, we try to escape the madness of this world and escape into another dimension of reality-based theater and theatrics. It's where I, the host of Gen X Radio, will do my best to tickle your feet tickle your and to feet, dazzle into your mind, as this show is one of a kind. And so with that being said, sit back, relax, go tell your friends and or even your enemies to tune in. For the show's about to begin. Three, two, one, hit it. Anyways, folks, welcome to Gen X Radio. There's a lot going on in the world around us today. Nuclear war could be imminent. We have midterm elections approaching. Inflation. Violence on the streets is out of control. So where should we begin? Which issue should we here on Gen X Radio tackle or take on first? Or should we just tackle some of the news of the day or week and get the ugly stuff out of the way first? What do you think, J-Lo? J-Lo. Boss, uh, J-Lo called in. Their car broke down, so they're taking the subway to work. The subway? What? The subway's no place for J-Lo. They're a 24-year-old, formerly autistic, girly man who at times still grapples with reality versus perception. Anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a situation here. Uh, my assistant producer, JLo, whom I hired from Indeed.com, has decided to take the subway to work. So uh, we're going to leave the studio now and go try to intervene. For these days, the subway is not a very safe place for even those who are strong. Let alone J-Lo. Let's go, Mr. Big Stuff. Oh, boss, they'll be all right. I said, let's go. 
If something happens to J-Lo on the subway, Indeed.com will blame me. So let's go. Gen X Radio now joins J-Lo as they are trying to navigate the subway system on their own. Oh, why did my car have to break down? Boss probably thinks I'm a slacker now. Oh, well. The subway's a good alternative mode of transportation. Hey, ma'am. You got, uh, 50 cents I can borrow? First off, I'm not a ma'am. Second, you need to maintain my personal ozone space. Because you smell. And third... Hey, what are you doing? Thank you, ma'am, for your time and courtesy. Hey, that guy just took my money. Boss, I think that's J-Lo over there. Hey, J-Lo, you been drinking? Mr. Big Stuff, some hobo just stole my wallet. What? Who? Point them out to me. Never mind. They're gone. And they kept calling me ma'am. All right, let's go. Let's get out of here. And look, the next time your car breaks down, just call me at the radio station, and I'll send a taxi or Uber driver to pick you up. What's wrong with you, man? Are you okay? Not really. I feel humiliated. Do you want to file a report with the police? I don't know. Sure. Okay, let's go. We'll find this guy. This bum. continues to roll out his new crime prevention plan. This morning, the MTA says progress is being made, but the question is, do passengers feel safe? Eyewitness News reporter Derek Waller is live in Lower Manhattan with more. Good morning, Derek. Ken, good morning. A man was slashed in the arm on a northbound two train here in Lower Manhattan yesterday. But then there was another uh, anti-gay attack actually at the other end of Manhattan. Take a look at this video. Someone reported that anti-gay attack on their cell phone Saturday afternoon on an A train as it approached 190th Street in Washington Heights. Police say the suspect told the 22-year-old victim, quote, I wish I had my pepper spray and then spit at him before going on the attack, punching and pulling out hair as riders watched. Police said the attacker also said, quote, I'm sick of all you, followed by a home. Okay, let's slur. go. We'll find on this Tuesday, guy. Here in the this financial bum. district, a 47-year-old man was slashed in the arm. He and his wife were also spit at on a northbound two train. The victim just so happens to be a retired police officer. The attacker followed the couple off the train before eventually running out of the station. But in a news conference Tuesday, the head of the MTA said, with more cops underground, crime is starting to improve. While we are by no means out of the woods and there is a lot of progress that needs to be made on subway safety, I just want to acknowledge that the work has begun. I don't know, folks. What's going on with crime in this nation? What's Where are all these criminals coming from? Someone's giving birth to them. So look at the camera, you know, the footage, whatever. Who's giving birth to these criminals? They're not like coming from thin air. Someone's giving birth to them. Who are their parents? And why are these uh, people being born um, today or within the last 20 years? Why are they so dark on the inside? Because I'm sorry, you have to be dark 
small and insecure to attack another or to hurt another. And I don't know, but I'm like, maybe people should start applying. You have to have, maybe the government should be like, you need to apply for a license to have a child. Like you have to, you know, apply for a license to have a, you know how like you have to apply to the state to get a driver's license or a uh, gun license or a business license. Well, maybe everyone's not fit to be a parent if when their offspring grow up, all they do is turn around and hurt others. I mean, just look at the news headlines, folks. Boss, don't be so upset. I'll be okay. Look, this is not about you, J-Lo. It's a, it's a larger problem, right? It's like people in society are going mad now. They're going insane. Why? And please don't give me none of this. Oh, you're being racist, stuff. You know, because I'm a person of color, okay? J-Lo, Jewish, and Twinkle Toe, whatever they are. I don't know what they is. And Mr. Big Stuff's like Fat Albert, a grouchy version of Fat Albert. So it has nothing to do with racism. It has to do with fact. Factual observations, folks. And, and people are going nuts today. And they're hurting others. Why? And why are all these DAs getting elected into office that have a light approach to crime? I remember when I was growing up, folks, Gen X, you barely sneezed. You locked up for a week. You barely sneezed. Now you can literally saw someone's head off. And you're out on bail before most people are out from work. And no, it's not a left versus right issue. It's not a Republican versus Democrat issue. To me, it's a good versus evil issue. What, you don't think people in the LGBT community want, want to feel safe? You don't think uh, non-elected, like regular, common, sidewalk-walking street Democrats don't want to feel safe or be safe? Criminals don't care about your political affiliation. They'll jack you of your Mercedes-Benz, whether you're a liberal, leftist, Stalinist, Republican, or Libertarian. They don't care. They'll jack you up all the same, folks. And all I'm saying is without safety, without basic safety without being able to walk down the street without being jacked or robbed or having your car stolen then there's nothing then america simply turns into a gigantic humongous haiti and i just get tired of like radio stations like the breakfast club up there in new york they're responsible for getting biden elected and all this uh pro-crime administrators elected i get tired of people like that ignoring the crime issue and turning around and lumping all black folks into one bucket that's what racists do folks this idea that a good law-abiding black person is supposed to support some knife-yielding felon? Are you kidding me? That's a doctrine that comes straight out of the pit of Hades. I mean, what, has Satan taken over uh, the government now or something like that? Think about it. You let people out on bail. Who's going to testify, folks? Who is going to testify? If you know that the person you're testifying against and you're a witness against them, why would you testify if you know that they're going to be out of jail before you get off from work? Huh? I don't know. It's like, to me, forget about the zombie apocalypse, Halloween. Oh, we got human zombies running around the streets today, literally. Mindless human zombies without a conscience running around, hurting people, robbing people, beating people up, acting out, zero moral aptitude. I don't know what's going on, folks. And here's another thing that gets me about this administration or any administration. You know how we'll lob a bomb or a missile, they'll say, oh, the Biden administration or the Trump administration or the Bush administration. I don't care. Take your pick. Oh, they made a strategic. They made a strategic strike against the head of ISIS way over there in the summer. Bama, 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 whatever. And they took out the head leader of ISIS. So what? That dude is not a threat to me or people in America. So what? He over there eating goddamn uh, bean pies. You know what I'm saying? Like Nation of Italy. He's over there eating bean pies and whatever. They eat Cocoa Puffs, whatever. I don't know. Who's he hurting? But yet, 
you've got criminals and thugs and insane people and gangbangers running around on these streets hurting Americans by the hundreds a day. Take that, I tell you what, government, homeland security, take those drones and turn them inward, man. Turn those drones inward and launch. I can name a few neighborhoods and cities and streets where you need to uh, focus all those uh, drone strikes on. Not over some obscure place in the middle of the desert in Islamabad, Mahamahad, whatever. That's just one thing I've never gotten about our, our nation, folks. We always fight evil overseas, but we ignore it in our own homeland. Just like in the 50s and the 40s the 30s, you know, there was plenty of racism in America. I think Hitler actually got his idea from the Klan here in America. If you, you know what I'm saying? I did my homework. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like we ignore evil in our own homeland, but we'll go after it if it, if, if it occurs overseas. And now fast forward to 2022. We'll ignore crime and criminals and trafficking and slavery within our own United States of America, but let another nation's government violate someone's rights. Now we're going to send F-16s and the whole carrier group, you know what I'm saying, submarines, whatever. So why are we so quick to want to rectify evil when it occurs in China or Russia or here or there when our own streets are imploding with fentanyl that's coming over the border and killing like what what is it like 50,000 Americans a year or more I think it's like 100,000 that those are your sons and daughters people dropping dead left and right due to fentanyl and other illegal drugs coming over from the southern border like Herschel Walker brought up why are we ignoring this in our own homeland boss you sound like Michael Savage now I am not Michael Savage okay I'm just simply being honest, man. And I think a lot of people are just fed up with this crap, man. I don't care what you black, white, gay, straight, Hindu, Jewish, Muslim, whatever, Hispanic, Tongan, Samoan, Native American. I think at the end of the day, people just want to feel safe. They want to feel safe because if you're not feeling safe, then what's the point? Anyways, folks, this is Gen X Radio. We're all over the map. It's a variety show. What do you expect? It's a variety show. We cover it all, folks. Sometimes we're playful, sometimes we're serious, sometimes we're both at the same time. But one thing we're not is predictable and boring. Welcome all to Gen X Radio. Let's keep this show moving right along. Let's do this. you two stop fighting anyways folks i've decided to take the crew of gen x radio on a remote field trip to lewiston idaho where i've chartered a flight from monarch air group they're decent but expensive that aside that aside i've decided to fly the crew of gen x radio up here to lewiston idaho not far from where i was raised hey boss uh where the black people at uh, Mr. Big Stuff, this isn't Florida, okay? 
up here if black or deemed as you're truly a minority. Okay. Boss, that porter baggage guy just pinched me in my... Good googly moogly got dog, man. <laughs> anyways, uh, anyways, folks, I flew the crew up here to Lewiston, Idaho, so that I could revisit the Lewiston-Clarkston Valley area where I grew up. And maybe, just maybe, while here, we can discover, find, and figure out if Bigfoot really does exist or not. Since, after all, it's the month of October and Halloween is right around the corner. Let's do this, folks. Welcome all to Gen X Radio and welcome all to the Lewiston, Idaho, and Clarkston, Washington Valley area. Let's do this. Let's begin our investigation. Land of mountains, wilderness, and outdoor recreation. Idaho is a colorful state. From the gorgeous oaks along the Salmon River to the distinctive blue field of Boise State. We start in Idaho Falls and travel west along the rugged Snake River to Twin Falls and the amazing Shoshone Falls and Perrine Bridge near where Evil Knievel attempted his jump over the canyon. We then travel to the state capital where the Boise River runs along the Boise State campus to the mountains along the Paya River, popular for tubing and rafting. Then a scenic drive up Route 97 along the waterfront and in that beautiful Coeur d'Alene. Mr. Big Stuff, what are you doing? Us, nobody wants to listen to that tourist channel. Mr. Big Stuff, I was listening to NPR so I could learn about Idaho. Ah, shut your mouth. Mr. Big Stuff, why do you have such disdain for, uh, J-Lo? I don't know, boss. They get weird. Anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, me and the crew of Gen X Radio, uh, we're, we're in a rented vehicle and we're on our way up to the Moscow Mountains. Um, I've decided to fly the crew out here so that we could uh, see if indeed Bigfoot or Sasquatch really does exist because there are a lot of paranormal sightings of Bigfoot and Sasquatch um, out in this area. Does this video prove that Bigfoot exists? A couple of high school students in Idaho captured video of this strange looking creature. You have to look really closely. Uh, but then they went up into the woods and shot a photo of a large footprint. The kids say they don't know what they saw, but they know what it wasn't. This didn't really look human-like, so I don't really know what that is. It's not a bear. It's not a moose or anything. Um, it's, it was big and bulky and black. Boss, it sounds like they were tracking Mr. Big Stuff. Do you really grew up in this area? Yes, indeed I did. And for the life of me, looking back, I don't know why I left that area. It's a beautiful area out here. It's remote. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing like Florida. You have a totally different demographic of people. You got, like, Native Americans, cowboys. You know, it's just different out here, man. It's like I wasn't raised up in the whole colonial southern area. That's why I am who I am, because I'm more like Jimi Hendrix, I guess. Ladies and gentlemen, as the crew of Gen X Radio works their way up to the lodge in the Moscow Mountains, we're going to step away here for a minute into a retro Gen X commercial. and follow the patterns. It's easy to make your favorite pictures and characters, or you can always create your own light pictures. Light, bright, light, bright. Turn 
Think of shining lights. Light Bright from Milton Bradley. Mmm, peanut butter. Mmm, milk chocolate. Do I love peanut butter? Mmm. Hey, you got peanut butter on my chocolate. Hey, you got chocolate in my peanut butter. Two great tastes that taste great together. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Pure milk chocolate. Old-fashioned peanut butter. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond um, joy got that. Mounds don't. I'm joy got rich chocolate. Coconut and hot nuts too. Mounds got deep chocolate chewing coconut. Ooh. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you don't. Peter Paul and Joy got nuts. Peter Paul mounds don't. Because. We now rejoin the crew of JetX Radio on their trek through the Idaho mountains in hopes of finding Bigfoot. Okay, we're now slightly southeast of Lewiston, Idaho, on Highway 95 South. No, we're not, Bass. We're on County Road 13 now. See that map? Oh, yeah, County Road 13. And now I think this is the road we need here. Uh, yep, Grangeville Salmon Road. Folks, we're actually riding through the east side of Grangeville, Idaho, one of those hidden gem, backwood type of Norman Rockwell towns scattered all throughout this area, where life is still as it was in the 70s here, and that is simple and clean. Here, check out this uh, Grangeville, Idaho automated descriptive guide. Grangeville, Idaho. Grangeville is the largest city in and the county seat of Idaho County, Idaho, United States, in the north-central part of the state. Its population was 3,141 at the 2010 census, down from 3,228 in 2000. Grangeville enjoys close access to scenic and wildlife areas. Whitewater rafting is a popular pursuit and the Clearwater River, Snake River, and Salmon River lie close by. Salmon and steelhead fishing is often a choice of recreation. Many residents of Grangeville hunt deer, elk, and turkeys in the nearby forests. Hiking is also popular in the Nez Perce National Forest, the Gospel Hump Wilderness, and Hell's Canyon to the south of the city. Okay, let me uh, let me jump back in here. Uh, that's a weird name for a a park, a uh, uh, Gospel Hump. The Gospel Hump Wilderness. What the heck? Well, who, who named it that? The Gospel Hump. The Gospel Hump Wilderness. Anyways, look it up yourself, folks. But yeah, Grangeville, it's just a small little farm town, population 3,000. But in that area, that's like considered a city, folks, all right? That's like the area I come from, areas like that, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, when I grew up in areas like that, we found stuff to do on the weekends. You know, high schoolers going to be high schoolers. And I think Idaho was the last state to raise its age to like uh, 21. Hey, boss, where the black people at? Hey, where are the white women at? Uh, Mr. Big Stuff, again, this is not Florida, okay? And out here, the black population is very sparse, especially in Grangeville, Idaho. Hey, where are the white women at? What about the LGBTQ and other community boss? Do they populate this area? Why y'all be asking me these questions? Are there any Jewish people in Grangeville, boss? What? I don't know, man. <laughs> Look. Hey, where are the white women at? We're running right next to the Nez Perce Indian Reservation. When I grew up, I knew some people there. Liz, her brother Levi, and uh, her sister, I forget. But, you know what I'm saying? 
I went to school with some of them people on Nez Perce Reservation. Hey, where are the white women at? You know, although they were up there in Pullman where I was. But anyways, um, maybe I'll take y'all there later. Y'all two really need to open up your minds. There's so much more to America than what y'all two see on Twitter or Instagram. Anyways, I think this is our final turn. Uh, Mount Idaho Grade Road. Boss, it barely looks passable. Good. That means won't be too many people back here, which means we have a better chance of getting a glimpse of Bigfoot, or at least hear it howl at night. Werewolves howl, not Bigfoot. Bigfoot probably grunts, like Mr. Big Stuff does when he's constipated. Hey, hey boss, uh, can we drop Jill off in Grangeville? Uh, just leave him at a, uh, some backwood diner? Get googly moogly, um... Anyways, folks, we're near... Anyways, folks, we're nearing our destination. We'll be back in a bit, and by that time, we'll be all set up at the camp. But first, we take you away from this scene and into another segment. After all, this is a variety show. Mr. Big Stuff, gross. That's so rude. Okay, I've had it. Let me out of the car, boss. I'll just walk. Hey, where are the white women at? Olivia Newton-John, I'm still sad at her passing. She was one of those childhood idols of mine, when too young to realize you shouldn't have idols. But that aside, physical fitness, folks, what does that mean? Huh? You Gen Xers out there, what does it mean to be physically fit? Let's break fitness down into a few sections here. Begin. Number one, mental fitness. Number two, spiritual fitness. Number three, social fitness. And number four, physical fitness. To me, total fitness is when all of the above are aligned. Boss, are you trying to say I'm fat? Good googly moogly, folks. Someone rescue me. Someone rescue me. Look, man, everything isn't always about you, okay? I'm speaking in broader terms here. And Gen Xers are getting up there in age. And so fitness matters more to Gen Xers than ever before. And to me, even happiness is a form of fitness. For the happier you are, the healthier you'll be. And some even say happiness isn't really physical reality, but rather one's own state of mind. And that notice how millionaires can be filthy, wealthy, and rich, yet depressed as hell, and or even suicidal? Check out this old uh, CNN Anderson Cooper report of a millionaire convicted of a crime who took his own life seconds after verdict announced. Bass, isn't Anderson Cooper gay? Will you hush? God dog, man. Uh, roll the tape. We the jury, Julian. These were the final minutes of Michael Marin's story and life. Do find a defendant, Michael James Mayer, guilty of arson of an occupied structure. 
How he got here is a tragic and bizarre tale, but before we tell the story, remember this moment. After being found guilty of arson and now facing up to 21 years in prison, Marin covers his face and appears to swallow something. We'll come back to this scene. Michael Marin graduated from Yale Law School, had a lucrative career working around the world for Wall Street investment banks, making several million dollars. He collected Picasso artwork, drove a Rolls Royce, and flew his own plane. He was an engaging uh, character. Paul Rubin profiled Michael Marin back in 2008 for the Phoenix... All right, let me just cut through to Chase. Basically, dude was an elite millionaire. You heard the report. You know what I'm saying? Yale, Duke, like the movie Trading Places. But yet on the inside, he was so frail, he couldn't handle a simple sentence. Anyways, uh... Boss, boss, get back to the script. Whatever, Twinkle Toes. Anyway, okay. Um, dude was a millionaire, but sentenced for arson of occupied structure. Well, his life and mental state was so frail that they felt it better to take their own life rather than live with the consequences of sentence. What a selfish, weak sack. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Us? Whatever. Are you kidding me? Have they ever heard of appeals? And even if sentenced to some jail or prison time for arson, what are we looking at? A year or less? I guess the reports say 20 years. Are you kidding me? A millionaire? He could have, whatever. But this weak, coward millionaire decided to take their own life instead. Now, had that been me, had I been sentenced for arson and a millionaire, I'd have owned the prison, uh, the jail, and or the inmates. Know what I'm saying? It would have been like ramen noodles galore, man. You can own a gangster in prison for ramen noodles. Anyone, let me stick to the script. I know J-Lo. I'm about to, you know, harp on the anyways. Um, But this weak, frail coward was too thin to handle the heat. And y'all wonder why I sometimes despise the elite and I should look up to them when they couldn't even handle one day in my world? They'd crumble. But while on air, they sound so profound. Not to me they are. For I see them for the hush puppy shoe wearing would have stuffed you into a high school locker types that they are. Boss, stop it. Whenever you go off script, you always ruin things. No one will want to sponsor your show now. Whatever, man. I have to be real. Now, today, always, and forever. I have to be real. Here, take the mic. What, what am I supposed to do? Uh, hi, I'm J-Lo. Mr. Big Stuff, what am I supposed to say? Um, hi, I'm J-Lo, and we're going to transition into the next segment now. Um, welcome all to Gen X Radio. 
Now rejoin the crew of Gen X Radio in, around, and near the Nez Perce National Forest in Idaho, which is located southeast of Lewiston, Idaho. It being October and with Halloween quickly approaching, the host of Gen X Radio is determined to find evidence of Bigfoot and or other apparitions that may exist in, around, and near this mountainous region. The final road they turned off onto was Mount Idaho Cemetery Road which, like many poorly maintained logging roads, eventually just kind of disintegrates into the mountains and is where we now find the Gen X crew. Boss, it's freezing cold out here. I wish we were back in the warm tropics of Florida. Well, we're not, so toughen up. Mr. Big Stuff, get some more wood for the fire. It's going to get a bit chilly tonight. Okay, boss. All right, gather around the fireplace. As you know, we're in the Nez Pierce National Forest. As such, listen to this brief summary of this tribe's history. The Nipu Indians of the Northern Plateau region were a tribe known for their power and peaceful nature. They were not a warlike people, and the occasional group of wanderers searching for food and shelter were likely to have been peacefully absorbed into the community rather than fought. The name Nimipu was one that the people called themselves. It was not until French fur traders saw these people with large piercings in their noses that they were given the name Nez Perce. And so the Nez Perce lived, for the most part, a peaceful existence on the plateau. Their migratory lifestyle moved them with the seasons across a 13 million acre territory to hunt, fish, and gather nuts, roots, and berries. They were a tribe of loosely associated extended families who shared a strongly woven social fabric and a deep spiritual connection to their environment. They believed that the creative power had made the earth, and the earth, in turn, had given birth to her people. Anyways, uh, let me jump in here, folks. Uh, J-Lo's about to fall asleep. The only thing that kind of annoys me about that presentation is why can't the Nez Perce or Pierce tell their own history? Why is it always that uh, Europeans are the ones who are always narrating other people's history? It would be like the Nez Perce Indians uh, narrating the history of Ireland, or Israel, or Japan. Um, boss? What? Um, why don't you ask that man standing over there? What? What man? You're seeing things. I think your autism is kicking in. No, I'm not. There is a man standing over there. Anyways, uh, it's late. So we'll continue our expedition tomorrow at daylight. J-Lo, since you're the weakest amongst us, uh, you can lodge inside the camper van tonight. And me and Mr. Big Stuff, we'll pitch a tent out here so we can be closer to the action in case Bigfoot is trekking around in the night. Boss, how they gonna toughen up if you always treating them like a delicate flower? Hey, Mr. Big Stuff, enjoy your stay outside in the weather. You smart aleck. Anyways, folks, while the crew of Gen X Radio gets some rest, let's keep today's show moving right along. Let's do this. Oh, 
the Nez Pierce Peyote song. Anyways, folks, uh, we're going to step away from the Lewis and Clark Idaho Bigfoot expedition for a moment here and do a bit of social and historical reflection. I was raised out there, folks. Yep, sure was. But I didn't appreciate it at the time. But looking back, that was my Garden of Eden. And you know what? I think the Indians had it right, folks. They're the ones who had it right. And like that one presentation I aired earlier, while I cut off the part where the missionaries, who always traveled right along with the settlers and or the government, started slowly poisoning the minds of the Indians with, quote, our God versus your God type of nonsense. To me, looking back, it seemed like a great way to subdue people and that convinced them that, quote unquote, your God is better than their God. And so the mental degradation begins. I'm going to say this on air and aloud, and I hope there's some Native Americans out there listening to this. There was nothing wrong with your gods. There was nothing wrong was with, nothing your wrong with your gods. With After your all, gods. it was the all, Indian was gods the that Indian initially gods gave them the heart and the kindness to welcome the settlers in and to often help them get through harsh winters. On the other hand, it was the settlers' so-called god that repaid the Indians by pushing them off their land and trampling upon and diminishing their heritage and culture and turning them into winos and drunks while confined to reservations. I mean, just look at America today. All the crime, drugs, porn, pollution, division, strife, and poverty. Is this the outcome the settlers, quote-unquote, God had in mind? I mean, if indeed God is all-knowing and had a hand in the creation of this nation, could he, would he, not have seen all the devastation that would ultimately be brought by the industrialized West? Not only that, but the Indians had no way of knowing that the settlers, explorers, working their way out West into their territory, talking about this so-called loving God, had a whole other class of people enslaved and demoralized in the Deep South. Yes, people. The same quote-unquote God that was reaching out to the Indians out west at the same time had people enslaved in the southeast. Looking back, it seems like a horror movie. On the other hand, the Indian gods weren't enslaving no one. So who was serving the real God, folks? The ones who were okay with slavery or the ones who were more like live and let live? Anyways, let me stop. Let me stop. Just saying, though, it's the pioneers and the missionaries that traveled with them were the ones into gold and greed. And, well, just look at America today. Silicon Valley, Wall Street, big banks, corruption, and so forth. The Indians had it right, folks. And land was free back then. There were no devilish real estate agents who, like today, have priced all land out of the hands of ordinary working-class people. Looking back, folks, I don't think it was the Indians who were the ones serving the wrong god. And with that, let's keep today's show moving right along. Welcome all to Gen X Radio Show, a show like no other.
Mr. Big Stuff, <clears throat> wake up. Did you hear that? Shh, shh, shh. Oh, boss, I think it's Bigfoot come to eat us. Good heavens. Okay, open up, boys. Show no mercy. Hit that mall hole. I think we got it. I think we got it. Like, hello? What? Boss, it's me. Stop firing. Man, of all the stupid things you could do, what and crying scanolis are you doing out there in the woods? I had to go to the bathroom. Good googly moogly, man. Next time you step away from the camp, let someone know. Are you okay? I said, are you okay? from Bigfoot to something just as large and scary, and that would be politics. And you want to know something? I think the Democrats, meaning the ones in office, have totally blundered and that they've allowed millions of immigrants from all over the world to flood into this nation. I mean, the border is out of control. And in the back of their mind, somehow they figured, just as uh, dunce media conservatives love to say, that flooding nation with immigrants would equate into future Democrat voters. Not only no, but a big, fat, hairy, Bigfoot type of no. And here's why. Immigrants, for the most part, are traditionalists. And that most immigrants socially and culturally are where Americans were back in the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, and etc. And I'll tell you another thing. They're not into other people's civil rights. Immigrants aren't into gay rights. They're not into transgender rights. They're not into black or African-American rights. They could care the less about the civil rights struggles of the past here in this nation because it's not a part of their history. They don't care about green energy. They don't care about climate change. They don't care about electric cars. They don't care about the January 6th committee. But what they do care about is survival and surviving. And believe it or not, most immigrants don't want open borders either. Because why do you think they're fleeing? They're fleeing from bad conditions in their own home nations. Why do you think they're coming here? And the last thing they want once they get here is for the same element they fled to follow them here. Otherwise, then why even leave your own home? So you'll be surprised, folks. You get out there and you talk to real life people, immigrants, they don't want open borders either. They didn't want it in their own nations. Why would they want it here? And all I'm saying is I think the Democrats have grossly miscalculated. And I think some of them are starting, the ones that listen to a Gen X radio anyways, um, 
are starting to realize, "Uh uh-oh, what did we do? We just opened the genie's bottle. And we've allowed millions, not future Democrat voters, but millions of future either independent or Republican voters, folks. I mean, just look at the polls. Like, the American Hispanic population has already swung like 80% to the right since Biden took office. You think they're happy with his policies? You think they were happy with shutdowns and vaccine mandates and all that other stuff? No, man. They're, like I said, Hispanics come from traditional cultures. Whereas I think a lot of elected Democrats or even Republicans tend to look at immigrants as like these malleable, mushy souls that they can conform into their own likeness. See, here's the deal, folks. Many immigrants who come here from uh, bad nations and, you know, they're coming to America to live the dream, to indulge, to finally get a piece of that pie like George Jefferson. Whereas the elite, um, those on the elite right or even left, you know, they're trying to tell people to conserve this, conserve that. You know, uh, don't drive a car, don't do this, you know, and immigrants don't want to hear that. They've been denied modern conveniences their whole lives. And they're not coming to America simply to deny themselves again, just to make some elite Greenpeace type happy and content. And folks, I work around a lot of uh, Hispanics, a lot of Cubans, stuff, you know, and like I say, they're traditionalist folks. You know, the man, the men get up, go to work, the women do womenly things. I mean, they're still... I'm just saying they're not into this modern day social reengineering stuff. But anyways, I really could care to less. Politics are the furthest thing from my mind right now. And this show is really not about politics. Y'all can get that plenty of other places, man. The purpose of this show is to escape the daily deluge of noise we hear in the media every day, if not just for an hour a week. Welcome all to Gen X Radio. And with that, let's keep today's show moving right along. Let's see what's behind the curtain. Radio, the final frontier. These are the theatrical voyages of Gen X Radio. Its mission, to seek out and explore new territory in radio, and to boldly go where no radio show has gone before. With Anderson starring as the captain, Mr. Big Stuff as the chief lieutenant officer. What about me, boss? Stardate, 2054. We're aboard the USS Gen X Starship in the Dagon region of the galaxy. We have set course for planet Gotox, where it has been reported that an advanced species of goats have colonized. It is our mission to make contact with them and to make sure they're paying their Dogon region taxes. Is that really why we're going there, boss? Okay, fine. I hear the goat milk there is out of this world. And I promised the crew of the USS Marble that I'd bring back a barrel or two of cosmic goat milk. Uh, Mr. Big Stuff, wipe that up off the official records. Captain, according to the charts, we should be approaching planet Gotok soon. Roger that. Take us out of warp speed, John. Aye, aye, sir. Mr. Big Stuff, JLo, meet me in the transporter room in five minutes. Let's see if indeed what they say about this planet is true. And if advanced human-like goats do actually exist in this region of the galaxy. Wait a minute, boss. We're being hailed. Okay, reciprocate that. Scotty, open up the two-way communication channel. This should be interesting. 
And folks, we'll return to Gen X Trek Space Adventures in a moment after a quick Gen X retro, meaning old, commercial break. This is a Cajun Spice Ruffles potato chip. Now, some people might think it's too hot. No, it's not too hot. It's spicy, yeah. Now it's hot, I guarantee. Mm-hmm. Cajun Spice Ruffles bread potato chips. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. We now rejoined the crew of the USS Gen X Starship as they were about to make contact with an intelligent goat life form from the planet Gotox. Hey, what the heavens is that, boss? I think it's your girlfriend, Mr. Big Stuff. Oh, yeah? Well, I thought it was your boyfriend. Yo, hush. Quiet. Shh. Focus. I don't need you two to be fighting right now. It looks like, well, a goat. And I think it's trying to communicate. What brings you to this part of the galaxy? I assure you, we mean no harm and are simply here to see if your colony is registered with the Federation. Go away. Humans bring nothing but destruction with them. Hello, I'm JLo, and if you don't mind me saying, boss, our captain is not being totally honest. For our secondary reason for being here is that word is out that planet Gotax produces very good goat milk. And so my boss uh, that, has enough. decided to... That's, a, uh, that, that's enough, JLo. Uh, okay, scratch that from the record. Uh, we are not here to commandeer uh, any goat milk, Okay. We are simply here to make sure that the residents of Goltox Planet are registered with the Federation. But if you happen to have some goat milk, you can spare, you know what I'm saying? I might look the other way, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, come on, JLo, translate that. We will give you all the goat milk you want in exchange for the one you call JLo. Hey, it sounds like a fair trade to me. J-Lo for some goat milk. Oh, shut up, Mr. Big Stuff. Boss, you're not going to actually swap me for goat milk. Well, I don't know, J-Lo. Goat milk is actually going for a premium back at the base. And the fellows would really be disappointed if I didn't bring them back some cosmic goat milk. Boss, you're kidding, right? Yeah, don't worry about it. Tell that uh, funny-looking goat creature I'm just messing with you. Tell that funny-looking goat uh, creature, uh, no deal. No J-Lo, no goat milk. We'll give you 24 Earth hours to make up your mind. Look here, you stupid funny-looking goat creature. There's not going to be any swap. Just just give me the mic, man. You're going to upsell. Okay, crew. We've got 24 hours to decide our next move. We can return to our base with a fresh vat of goat milk, cosmic goat milk. 
unlike any goat milk in all the galaxy, or we can return to the base with, well, J-Lo. Boss? Ah, come on, J-Lo, I'm just messing with you. You lucky I ain't Captain J-Lo, because I would have already made the swap. Mr. Bixeff, when's the last time you combed your hair? Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for next week's conclusion to this exciting episode of Space Gen X. Will the captain keep his word, or will they have a change of mind and decide to swap J-Lo for a vat of cosmic goat milk? Stay tuned, folks, for next week's episode of Gen X Trek Space Adventures. Ah, yes, folks. Where else on the AM dial can you get politics, Star Trek-like adventures, interesting guests, and more? You can't. Because there is no other show like Gen X Radio on all the airwaves. So enjoy it. Relish it while you can and while it's here. And speaking of Star Trek and exploration, what topics shall we explore during the remaining part of this show? Or shall I just anger you with politics by telling you stuff you already know? Look, folks, I can't change your belief system no more or less than you can change mine. I can't tell you who to like, who to love, or who to hate. For you've already decided those issues inside of your own heart or hearts. But what I can do is entertain. What I can do, if not just for one hour a week on Gen X Radio, is give us all a break from all the noise out there, the static. And here on this show, we can look, or try at least, to have fun with the noise and static through colorfully and satirically produced skits. The most funniest thing to me is someone who is so wound up that they can't tell a skit or theater from reality. And that goes for both sides and all sides of the political and cultural spectrum. Everyone's just so wound up. Believe what I believe or die, you slime ball. It's how so many think nowadays. Life is or can be stressful at times. That's why Gen X Radio is here. To help us all escape from it all. If not just for an hour a week. Welcome to Gen X Radio. Let's keep today's show moving right along. We fired J-Lo. They just odd. Hey, Mr. Big Stuff, I heard that. Anyways, crew, show's over. Once again, job well done. You klutz. You broke the vase Tom Brady sent us with his autograph on it. Ah, chill out, Mr. Big Stuff. It's just a cheap vase. I value people more than I do vases. I'm sorry, boss. Man, don't apologize to me. Having you around is a delight. And expensive, boss. How are we going to pay for that vase? No worries. Show's over, and now I can relax and rid myself of you two for a while. Boss? What? Mr. Big Stuff just shoved me. Will you two stop it? You're always fighting one another. Learn to get along. Boss? What, man? Am I fat? Huh? Am I fat? 
Good googly moogly. <laughs> Look, man, what you are is goofy, dizzy, and silly. Now, Scott, show's over. I really do need a wife or a girlfriend, because you all are driving me insane. Show's over. We're out. Thank <laughs> you.